Welcome back to the Your Edge podcast. I'm Mark Butler, a global partner manager here at Zebra with a focus on managed print services. And I thought we could kick off Cybersecurity Month by getting some printer security advice from Junaid Raymond, a senior security advisor for HP's managed print services. Too many people either think printers are more secure than they are, or they downplay a printer's vulnerability to cyber attacks. Yet many cybersecurity experts believe printers are the devices that hackers are most likely to breach in corporate and government network attacks. Why? Because of this misconception about printer security that lingers in organizations around the world. In fact, a couple months ago, some cybersecurity experts, eager to prove a printer's vulnerability, hijacked close to 28,000 unsecured printers worldwide and forced them to print out a guide on printer security. That's a pretty dramatic way to prove their point, but I'm assuming it worked. And I'm assuming you would too agree, right, Junaid? Hello, Mark. Thank you for inviting me to the podcast. I I think there are better ways to raise awareness regarding print security than sending a print job to thousands of online printers. Uh, it surprised those organizations, and I hope they have hardened their printers by now, or at least made them as accessible from the out from the internet or outside of their network. But it highlights the vulnerable nature of these devices, and especially the metric printers. Um, we have seen printer security topics covered by security experts in global security conferences like Black Hat, Defcon, uh, which also helps raise awareness around the print security. And I think if someone wants to raise awareness, those are the right platforms or an online blog or their own podcast will be a right, right way to approach it rather than hijacking thousands of printers online. Well, I definitely appreciate your perspective. It is comical, but I appreciate your perspective. Um, I'm definitely glad you're here today because I, I want you to help me uh, help me help people understand that they must take printer security as seriously as they would maybe their mobile computers, laptops, and their overall network security. Yes, um, these printers are just like any other network device uh, or endpoints. They have their own uh, processing power, they have their own CPUs, uh, they have a memory and they have the same hard drive uh, that you have uh, or SSDs that you have in your laptops. So they become a compute device, a compute endpoint on the network which can be used to host malware. Now, who who is responsible for securing these compute devices? That's the question we need to ask, and we will explore more during our conversation that how we can approach, uh, you know, securing these devices. But Microsoft and other big security vendors, Microsoft is now a big security vendor, they have already been uh, discussing this topic uh, that organizations must secure their IoT devices like printers, like voice over IP phones, and they gave a few examples in their uh, security bulletin. Uh, one of the security bulletins published in 2019 um, by the, uh, the the topic was corporate IoT uh, security. Um, they highlighted that these devices are actively being um, exploited. In, from from outside of the corporate networks, main reasons these devices are not securely implemented, securely installed, 
no one is responsible for their patching no one is responsible for changing their default passwords so and they gave examples of how these devices were exploited and data was sent outside of the network outside of that corporate network to servers hosted in other countries known for hosting those command and control type of servers so we have uh, Palo Alto Microsoft all of these companies highlighting this risk uh, in their reports in their bulletins and i think it's time that we include printers in the overall cybersecurity framework well said and speaking about responsible I'm sure that most people listening today to this podcast are the ones responsible for managing their enterprise printers in the business environments, or maybe perhaps they use these types of printers. So let's talk about what we think they should be doing as either the printer managers or users to ensure they aren't accidentally opening their companies up to hackers. The first step will be simple. I mean, include them in the security policy and risk management framework. It also means working with the supplier, vendor, or managed service provider to secure these devices, since they are better positioned to guide you on this matter. If I have manufactured this device, I'm managing this device, I would have more knowledge about how to approach security in these devices. Uh, And in most cases, the vendor or the service provider will help with creating security templates or policies uh, as well, and then implement those security policies once uh, once they are approved. Um, the security policy can have multiple sections covering different aspects of security, like encryption, what kind of ciphers you want to enable on these devices, whether you want to install certificates or not, uh, which network services you want to enable, disable, and ports and protocols you want to manage in these devices. So a configuration template, a security policy, a security hardening checklist, something like that can be created while working with the supplier or the or the organization or managed service provider responsible for managing uh, printers in, in your environment. And once these guidelines and templates are established, uh, Organizations can include them in their regular security governance checks or yearly audits or monthly audits, uh, like we do for our Windows laptops. Got it, got it. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I, I believe most, if not all these features, are also offered with HV's multifunction printers, right? Because I know that Zebra's Print Secure features, or at least many of Zebra's Print Secure features, were modeled after HP's printer security features. And these are the capability, or these are all the capabilities that Zebra offers. Most of the printers um, available in the market today, uh, enterprise class printers or printers who will who were supposed to be deployed on a network, they have some built-in security features, irrespective of the brand and type. Um, it can be an office printer, a large format printer that prints color for banners and sheets, a small label printer like Zebra. And, um, you know, it can be any shape and form, and it will have some security features built in. They all support, for instance, data encryption in one way or the other. Um, That's an example of a security feature prevalent in these endpoints. 
the key to to a secure print fleet is knowing about these features and configuring them from day one. Uh, for example, um, if we are deploying a zebra printer, have we planned about the Wi-Fi certificate management? How we will have a complex password on the device uh, as part of the policy? How frequently we will upgrade the firmware? Who will get notified for the new vulnerabilities about that platform? And who will go and patch these printers? So if these things are planned during before deployment and during deployment, then we have a good governance model in place and a benchmark uh, for a security implementation for these printers. Um, and vendors can help in understanding these security features. If you bought a printer from HP, of course, HP will be in a better position to help you with uh, explaining the security features that comes with the device and then enabling them for you. And uh, encryption, uh, most of these devices are uh, have inbuilt anti-malware anti as well. So things have, um, things have changed. Uh, if you take a printer from five years or 10 years ago, there was no concept of having an anti-malware on uh, anti-malware, antivirus uh, type of software on these printers. But nowadays, um, printers from HP um, have these built-in security features and then Zebra devices also have advanced security features, which, which requires configuration when they are being deployed. Does that mean that, that or at least are you expecting that um... A person needs to be an IT security expert to get these features turned on and configured properly? I mean, what does your experience tell you? These printers are not Windows devices. That means if, if there's an IT admin or an IT security expert in an organization, um, the typical tools that that expert will use to manage a Windows laptop or Windows PC or uh, let's say Linux or, or Mac OS, you cannot use the same tools for these printers. So you have to learn the proprietary tool for that particular model or brand of printers. That's the that's the learning curve. But apart from that, the approach, the framework, it's it's similar to managing and securing a Windows uh, endpoint, you have to create a policy, you apply that policy and you monitor that uh, security hardening uh, benchmarks around your print fleet. So the same rules apply. I mean, you don't have to be uh, an expert in, in, a, in the domain, but you need to know the tools that can be used to secure or replicate what you do with Microsoft uh, Intune um, for Windows. Uh, that's the only part which you need to learn uh, as an IT admin or a, as a security expert. Uh, and in most cases, this can be offloaded to the managed service provider. They will install the tool. They will handle the management. They will handle the security guidelines and security hardening of these printers. So you don't have to learn these new tools. But yeah, there is a learning curve involved. But the concept remains the same. They are the same encryption uh, ciphers. Uh, the, the certificates are from your Microsoft CA. So 
the concepts and technologies remain same. It's just that the tools are a bit different when it comes to printers. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, uh, I know this isn't supposed to be a, a commercial or a big a, a marketing piece, but uh, and you alluded to before is that one of the cool things with the Zebra printers is that we have worked with HP over the past five years or so uh, to make sure that our Zebra print DNA or what we used to call Link OS printers, that those printers are both able to be secured by HP Security Manager and then in addition able to be managed by HP's uh, WebJet admin uh, software. So getting back to the, the topics we we're going to speak about, but how often should companies be checking and updating their printer security, do you think? It depends on the organization's security policy and the risk management framework. Um, so printer security will be an extension of the existing endpoint security framework. If you're doing yearly audits, you are checking these devices every day, every week, uh, running security reports every month, same should be done for printers. So uh, it's printer security is part of overall endpoint security, which is part of overall cybersecurity framework of an organization. Um, it's it's not a separate pillar. So all your all of your corporate cybersecurity policies and endpoint security policies will extend to printers rather than you creating a new security policy for printers. You will just use the existing security policy and apply them on on printers for governance and uh, monthly checks or daily checks. I got it. So I, I think I know the answer to this. Um, but what type of resource commitment does a printer security management require? Uh, basically, you know, does an organization need someone on the IT team dedicated full time to printer security, or is this something that something that the frontline teams can help with at a customer? It, it, it depends. Um, for instance, um, from a security policy perspective. Uh, I'll give you an example of uh, Australian um, guidelines we have for government agencies here. They they are obliged to create a security policy and implement a security policy on on printers, on network printers. Uh, all government agencies, uh, federal government agencies in Australia. Who will now? Who will create these policies, right? And uh, who is responsible for implementing? those policies. So that needs to be decided uh, by the organization uh, based on their risk appetite, based on their infrastructure, based on their print fleet. They have to evaluate what they have and how they will go about implementing security controls on on these printers. So we have seen organizations where their existing IT infrastructure team or existing IT, IT team will learn these new tools and they start using them to secure printers. Uh, in, in some cases, uh, this responsibility is transferred to the service provider. So whoever is doing break fix maintenance and support for these printers, they will be responsible for securing these printers as well as part of their contract. And this is where we, we have seen that multiple organizations have taken different approach. We are seeing more of this transfer to the vendor approach uh, lately in past past few years. Uh, previously, it was all about, hey, it's my printer. I need to control it. Uh, I need to manage it. But 
post covid uh, we have seen this this mindset where uh, if okay if you are deploying a device in my network you are introducing risk so you should be managing that risk on my behalf so there's a change in approach change in mindset in past few years and more and more organizations are moving towards making their vendor and service provider responsible rather than having dedicated resources or train their own resources or it teams to manage printer security okay uh, i i was going to ask if you thought that companies struggle to to lock down their network printers correctly but i and definitely you can answer that, but I think it may be more of the fact that uh, they may not realize that they're, that's a potential vulnerability. No, um, they, they don't. And the evidence is whenever they invite a third party to do a cybersecurity audit and they want to have uh, a look at their cybersecurity posture and how they can improve their overall cybersecurity uh, uh, posture in, for the whole organization, those audits, those risk assessments, they usually don't include printers. And um, we have multiple um, examples, even the, the, the organizations where we manage uh, printers um, as, as a managed service provider, we have seen that uh, there's an audit going on and printers were not even included. We were not included in the conversation because uh, they were not part of the scope. So that's something which is now changing a bit. We have been, we, as a vendor, as a, as a print vendor, we are now being added into the vendor risk management framework. That means more and more organizations are now uh, aware of this fact that uh, if there's an IT supplier who's pr providing uh, services for a printers or supplying printers, they should be part of their overall vendor risk management and they should audit these vendors. They should ask questions that, hey, you, are, you have deployed these many printers in my network. How are you securing them? And can I get any security report from you on a regular basis for the security assurance of this, this fleet? So um, it depends on how these organizations uh, approach cybersecurity overall, but uh, they usually miss printers in their overall cybersecurity planning um, these days. Well, it sounds like you probably answered my next question, which was going to be about the biggest mistake people make with network security other than failing to enable it, enable it or an update it, but I think that uh, you've kind of answered that question. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the it, uh, the key, key points are that Someone should be responsible for securing these network printers. Organizations should assign responsibility either to their own IT teams or uh, ask the vendors to secure these printers on their behalf on continuous basis, not just at, at the deployment. Uh, so we talked about having all those security features in these devices these days, certificates and encryption and um, uh, complex passwords can be set up. but we need to look beyond deployment. We need to have a framework where deployment, management, and disposal, all three aspects of a life cycle of a printer is covered through security policies. So it's not like we deploy and we forget about these devices because configuration drift do happen. And um, 
uh, we, have, we have seen that we we have done multiple audits uh, on zebra fleet in multiple organizations and uh, in one of the organization um, that i went to it was the outskirts they had a warehouse outskirts of auckland uh, in new zealand and when i went to the warehouse there were a lot of zebra printers over there and the the it person was very very uh, confident that yeah they they had some sort of settings implemented when they deployed these printers a few years ago uh, they they changed the password they disabled few protocols like tennet and ftp which were not required by them um, but when we did the assessment we saw that just like any other endpoint those zebra printers also went through something called configuration drift over the past 2 3 years so telnet was enabled usb option was enabled firmware was not updated a uh, few devices were end of service life so we have seen these examples in the field where the at the deployment there was a policy a checklist but over the time and these devices they run for a really long time we have seen 7 years 10 years old printers in the field right so for those next 7 years the printer is not secure on the network so what we recommend um when we when we approach this topic is think about the life cycle not about just the deployment of these printers i think about deployment management and disposal of these devices and cover security policy throughout all these uh, life cycle milestones that makes sense yeah uh, security throughout the whole life cycle of the printer yeah um another question you know, have you ever been called in to help an organization recover from a cyber attack was was the oh. printer the entry point so we uh, we have been involved in multiple uh, security incidents uh, in past few years um one one particular incident i'll discuss here since uh, a lot of uh, ransomware attacks happening um especially during covid uh, there have been a lot of ransomware attacks um I, there was a university uh, where we used to manage like 400 500 of printers and they called us one day and they sent a picture um of a note they received from a printer and it was just a printout like you mentioned earlier there were like thousands of printers who printed a uh, printer security guide right it was a similar scenario and uh, the printout on their printers it was just one page and just one sentence it was a they were asking for bitcoin 0.01 bitcoin and they had a address of where to send it and they were they were um, they were afraid that hey it's a, it's a ransomware attack all of our printers have been hijacked or hacked and um, and and we said okay don't worry it's not it's not that your printer is hacked it's just like your network security is not up to the mark meaning i can access your printer from outside you don't have passwords on these printers so i can send a print job and write whatever i want to write in that print job and in this in your case they're just bluffing they it, it seems like a ransomware attack but they're not holding your printer ransom they can't do any damage they just exploited the um, openness of your printer 
and uh, you can quickly resolve it by putting a password configuring network settings of the printer so that they are behind the firewall and nobody can access them from public public network if you do these two steps you are good to go don't have to uh, worry about this ransom note so that's one one incident where it was not hacking per se but just exploiting the vulnerable and open printers uh, and making it look like a ransomware attack um while it was not a ransomware attack at all in other cases we have seen suspicious traffic going from printer to an ip address which nobody recognizes so in past few years these printers have become have become more powerful and more advanced so you can scan a di- document directly to your onedrive onedrive is outside of your network and if a printer is talking to an ip address outside of your network uh, you need to monitor that traffic is it talking to a legit ip address which i recognize i know these are my applications or my cloud hosted or saas uh applications like onedrive or i i don't i don't recognize these ip addresses and there are examples in that microsoft bulletin of five ip addresses which are blacklisted ip addresses known for hosting malicious code and uh, known for um hosting um being used by hacker organizations so if those network logs or the the traffic from the printer is not uh, monitored properly you will not know whether a device is being actively exploited or not so we have been called in um for investigation in certain cases and in few cases it was just um just a, a, a typical uh, an application they don't recognize the printer was talking to um not that it was talking to a uh, to a server which which is used for hacking uh, but yeah we have been we have investigated such uh, apparent suspicious behavior of a printer uh, multiple times in past few years yeah i think in your response there you actually covered my next question i was going to ask about you know besides hiring hackers you know to to breach the devices in the network if there was a good way to test a, a company's network network or printer security but i think you kind of covered that with your your last response there is there anything you want to add or yeah um most most of the companies they run vulnerability scans on their endpoints to know um about whether these devices are have have some security holes and how, and then they can fix those holes if if they find security gaps um in configuration or they find missing patches um or some known exploits are um are applicable to their endpoints uh, we recommend that printers should be included in these vulnerability scan in these uh, penetration tests uh, whenever there is a network audit security audit these printers should be included um and that will give uh, provide them a good idea of where they stand from a security perspective for their print fleet so that will be um besides besides from hiring third party to to pen test your networks and uh, pen test these devices uh if you are doing any in-house vulnerability scans you can include printers in these scans and share results with the vendor that hey we scanned your printer these are the findings how can you help us mitigate these findings 
and that becomes a conversation with your vendor or service service provider and then you can create a policy to mitigate those risks and then implement that policy yeah that seems like absolutely awesome advice uh Junaid, thank you so much i i really appreciate you taking the time to talk about this issue um, i know everyone's busy and as more and more technology comes online and priorities shift uh, but we don't want anyone listening to become a victim of a cyber attack because they thought they were covered or didn't think they were vulnerable to an attack and we certainly don't want anyone calling saying hackers breach our network via their printers so i'm glad you're able to share these tips for shoring up printer security uh, thanks so much Junaid, for being here Thanks, Mark. Thanks for the invitation. Uh, without a doubt. Uh, for those of you listening who want a printer security assessment or assistance securing your Zebra printers, please reach out to your HP or Zebra representative. They can get in touch with the right experts to help protect your devices, data, and business. Uh, you can also check out the Zebra and HP websites for security tips and tools or tune into past EarEdge podcasts for insights from Zebra's chief security officer, Mike Zachman. I'm Mark Butler, signing up for now and wishing everyone a happy Cybersecurity Month.